Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to Change the Lives, hosted by your truly Deontay Burton. We got an awesome show planned for you guys tonight. We're gonna talk about a subject matter that a lot of parents are going through now, especially those transitional phase, and that's the challenges of raising adult children. The challenges of raising adult children. And I want to give a quick disclaimer. When we talk about this subject matter, it's not necessarily pertaining to what you should or should be doing as far as getting your kids out your house or how you need to be raising your children. It's more so to have that open discussion in regards to parents that may be in a situation where their kids have entered adulthood and they may be still at home and they really don't want them home or nearing adulthood and they don't necessarily know how to transition them out. Um, you can be in a situation where everybody's cool. You know, I did a video on uh, on TikTok. Well, it, was on, it was on all the different platforms, but uh, most of the responses came on TikTok. What I was asking a lot of parents, like, what are the uh, anxieties that you may have? Because, you know, it just dropped off Chris mm -hmm. at college a couple weeks ago. Right. And I was mentioning, you know, what are, what are the anxieties that you guys have in regards to dropping your kids off, dropping your child off at college, you know, as far as preparation. Mm -hmm. You know, teach about finances, drugs, sex, uh, getting up, going to class. And it was, it was amazing how many parents was just giving a, uh, actually, man, that video was probably had about 2,000 views. Really? In the past 48 hours. Okay. But it was pretty cool because a lot of parents just putting on different things, you know, in regards to, you know, keep God first, uh -huh. you know, take any studies, save, you know, use protection. But there was a couple parents said, I'm glad mine's ain't never left. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh -huh. we want to have that discussion because, again, I'm, um, the whole point of the show is not to dictate in regards to, what you should or shouldn't have done right. in regards to your children as far as with that. We had that discussion mm -hmm. going. Again, we're talking about the, cha uh, the challenges of raising adult children, right? Again, this is Change Your Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Right there. I'm back in the lab, y'all. Y'all know I've been out in the lab. <laughs> For about three weeks, ain't it? Or two, hey, two. Man, I'm back home, baby. Yeah, two yeah, weeks. yeah. <laughs> two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks. We're back home in Misfit Studio. <laughs> uh, right now, we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. Uh, the main hub is the Change the Lives YouTube channel, uh, where we have over 700 videos on the YouTube channel. Best thing to do if you Google Changing Lives, hosted by Deontay Burton, you'll see the little blue man icon pop up. Hit that icon, you'll be some great information covering motivation, uh, parenting, a lot of, you know, uh, professional development, uh, some we mixed in with business and everything, we got a lot of great information now. And I give it from a, a black father perspective, a lot of the information in regards to what I've done from a professional standpoint, and most importantly being a, a father as well. With, again, the nice subject we're talking about, uh, the challenges of raising adult children. One of the biggest things I was thinking about, you know, I'm, you know, ripe age of 46 right now, mm. and uh, I got three um, children. Three of my sons are out the house now. Okay. So I, and most of my friends are kind of like in that range with me. That forced they got at least one out. Okay. And kind of going through similar little transitions in regards to um, kid finger ready to graduate, graduating this year, or just had a graduation come up. And it seems like a lot of people I ran across, they don't have any real transition plans in place. Mm -hmm. Like they kind of just, how can I put it? Well, they're going to go to school, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. But it's like, uh, nope, nobody really has a plan. But there's no, like there's they, no definitive answers or plans. In regards to like if the, the child go, excuse me, lead a nest or anything like that, it's just like, hey, they're going to go in the Army, they're going to maybe go to school or whatever, but it's like no plan. And I'm not saying that uh, you need to have a plan, mm -hmm. uh, 
But I am saying, like, damn, you know, it, it, it is a, you know, trying to have a compound. <laughs> right. Something like that going. Right. You know, and everybody's, everybody's entitled to have different perspectives. But I have heard plenty of many of discussions. She don't want to do this. He don't want to do that. He just want to sit in his room and do this, that, and that. And uh, I'm, I'm from the school of thought. I I try to get mine out of my house a couple weeks after they graduate. Oh, just, real <laughs> quick. Real quick. Wow. And uh, yeah, you know, damn, wow, hell. <laughs> and you know what? I'm just messing with. And, and I'm gonna tell you something, lab. I was I was say this, and you know, if if any one of my kids come, you know, P, Chris, or T, and want to come on, um, I can honestly say they're ready to get the hell out of my house. Mm. You know, when that time came, you know, right. with, with doing it, and I didn't, and, and a lot of people give me flack. Well, you know, that's wrong with a lot of parents that try to put the kids out. I I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I I don't believe in that far. Me trying to put my kids out, we came out from you know from the moment they come out to mama. Right. Hey, this is what we transition and try to get to at age eighteen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make my way right, but I That's... raised I raised them to be on that pathway to be wanting to get the hell on mm-hmm. when they turn eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard different perspectives in regards to that. Some people say, well, no, that's too young, you know. But my and, you know, I'll ask the question. What age? Some people say 25, 26, but the question I always go back to, what from 18 to 26 are you going to teach them that you couldn't teach them from 0 to 18? Right. You know, and, and a, a lot of time, I think, uh, because whatever proper proper planning, mm-hmm. poor planning, no planning in place, we're doing it. <laughs> right. Uh, people are pulling, you know, strings, pulling hands, trying to figure out wh- why they didn't or why they hadn't. So now it's more so like protective. Hey, this is where we just go out and stay here. I have no problem with any one of my kids transitioning, mm-hmm. you know, with anything. Like, T got graduated from college, stayed a couple months, you know, but I, if you, if anybody has had a child, or even yourself, where you left the nest, and you've been out of the nest for a couple years, mm-hmm. and you've got some kind of independence, uh, it's hard to come back home. Mm. Because, you know, you you've think got, so? Yeah, it's hard to come back home if you had some independence. Okay. Because... You gonna want to move how you want to move, do how you want to do. Come in when you want to come yeah, in. Yeah, come in when you want to come in. It's their house, parents' house. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing it. I mean, even with me, when I first got army, just okay, cool. I'm moving this way mm-hmm. on my own. Um, now, if you sit there and say, "Well, look, I just need a couple months to kind of get back on my feet," mm-hmm. that's one thing. But we, you know, just going back, it, it, it's challenging because mm-hmm. if you've been sitting there doing your thing and stuff, right? You've been doing your own thing, no rules, no nothing. A lot of people uh, nowadays I've been hearing uh, letting your child stay with you for a while because of the economic, uh, not necessarily teaching them anything, but just because of the economic expense of living on your own nowadays. They can, that, I mean, that's a fair, oh, real quick before I even run my mouth. Guys, the call in number is 678-740-9894. I apologize. Feel free to call in and comment on the, on the subject matter we're talking about. Again, we're talking about raising adult children. Again, that's 678 678- Seven four zero nine eight nine four six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four. I mean, that's a fair point. with saying um, that you would, you know, had the kids come out because a little rough out there getting started and everything. Mm-hmm. But shit, that's not that mouth for me to feed. Let me tell you something, <laughs> bro. What if they have a job though? Like, like they have a they have a job. They have their own job, but the price of let's say a one bedroom apartment is twenty five hundred dollars a month, mm-hmm. and they have a job, but you know they may be making twelve hundred uh, every two weeks, or a thousand every two weeks, or something like that. So 
they can't even afford it because and this is a this is a regular office job like they can't even afford it because they don't they don't make enough money just for the rent i mean that's a fair point i right. mean you have more to transition and stuff like that and you know again if you have more to transition yeah, that could be uh not just a child it could be a sibling mm-hmm. or, you know parent or whatever you know we're doing right. it and stuff like that but i'm talking about more so we're looking at the dynamic of there are a lot of uh, kids living on their parents and no kind of transition plan is in place mm-hmm. like everybody's just trying to figure out you know what you're gonna do i'm gonna move you know kids tell you they just get you off their back you know it's so what you're mm-hmm. gonna do we're gonna probably i might go into college or i might go to army like nobody there's been no kind of planning no kind of thing set up and then god forbid we're talking the other damn dynamic not only raising adult children you're raising their damn children, children too, too. <laughs> You raise a grandchild. FDB. <laughs> you raise a grandchild. Man, who the hell? Right. You know, that's a whole different thing. I would love, you know, I'm, I'm cool. Pop Pop Poochie or whatever. Right. Come over, play, everything good, but shit. Go home after that. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about all that tonight in regards uh, to ra- uh, the challenge of raising adult children. The uh, the calling number again is 678-740-9894. Again, guys, I got my perspective. Lab has his. Uh, slick ass hugs is not an issue. We're trying to tell you guys what to do or the right way. We just have an open discussion. I feel how I feel. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to damn uh, convince anybody, right? You know, because I I move the way I move, and I've been moving like that from day one. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's realistic for me to sit here and tell you know someone what to do. I get that question asked me a lot. You know, uh, with my kids, you know, you were going to school, you know, and I'm like, hey man, I've been I've been going over a process for 18 years with them. I don't necessarily know if that's fair to you or your kid. You can, I can give you information, but you know, make some kind of wholesale change and stuff. I don't necessarily know if that's realistic. That's realistic. You know, because right, right. somebody I can give some ideas to my children that I might have picked up from lab, but we ain't been moving like that. That's kind of hard to pick up. Not saying they can't do it, right? But I think that, you know, that's a steep learning curve for all of us. Mm-hmm. We're doing this, but but guys, feel free to call in 678-740-9894. And we start talking about these challenges the parents might face with raising adult kids. I got adult kid children, rather. I got a lot of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> guys, please call in. Right. And give me your feedback in regards to if you feel it's cool, it shouldn't. You got a certain age that you feel they should do it or shouldn't, or anything mm-hmm. like that. You don't think it's realistic at all. Please feel free to call in six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four. Now, we're starting everything off. The very first one, I think, is probably one of one that's the most come with a lot of parents mm-hmm. and i seen that every time i drop my children off at college um or even just things they had to do you know you see even when they're in high school they had college fails and certain things because a lot of parents want to be present be on top of it it's just that it's, it's hard to to to, to let go right and right the first one is just letting go of control one of the biggest challenges in learning to let go and allowing your adult child to make their own decision even if you disagree or think that they might make mistakes mm-hmm. right it can be tough transition from a role of authority to uh, to one to support and guidance. A lot of times, it's hard to you know. A lot of parents just say, "Look, I'm making trouble." Mm-hmm. And you know, one thing about it, <clears throat> I try to do that senior year really in particular. Mm-hmm. You know, you give them a little space. They might go to movies here and there in high school, go to a party. But that senior year, really, I try to give them a lot of effort, bro. And what I mean by effort, bro, like the man, go do this, go do right, that, right, right. Thing, then you know. Did you get up and take care of that stuff? Mm. Right, I ain't standing over you to do it. I'm not going to remind you to do it because I know they're going to be in a situation where I'm not going to be, be there. there. 
I know that they're going to have to get up in the morning and go to class. Mm -hmm. I know that they're going to have to damn watch to do their laundry. And I, I know that. Uh -huh. I know they're going to have to, if they have issues with a professor, they got to address it. Mm -hmm. If they don't have certain things coming up, whatever, they got to address it. Okay. So I try to give them a lot of rope. When I say the F you rope, you're going to mess up. F mess up. Right. But <laughs> to do that, because now you're going to bump your head a couple times, and they can see, oh, man, and now they're more cognizant of what they got to stay on top of. Right? Okay, I got so that's, you. That's kind of how I, 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 I always kind of do that with them, but I give them a whole lot more rope that senior year mm -hmm. just to kind of like bump your head, bump your head, and, and not fuss at them when they forgot to do something. But no. more so like, hey, man, get, maybe, maybe make them check them in a way where like, hey, bro, you know, you ask, you know, ain't nobody going to stand over you. What you right. about to say? I was going to say, uh, do you, I was going to ask a question. Do you think that um, letting go, a lot of parents had that behind. They they had they had to not want to let go behind the. Um, I don't want him to make the or him or her to make the same sex I made. You, you know that you hear that all a lot of times. Yeah, Controlling I, what happens in their in the child's in the adult child's life, it's it's masked behind the. I just don't want them to make no mistakes like I did. Totally totally covered up with fear. I get right. it. But at the end of the day, what can you learn? Right. We had to fall when we learned to ride that bike. Uh -huh. Right? Right. We had to sit here and, and, and walk in kindergarten and middle school and high school as scary as it was. You know what I'm saying? You had to go through that kind of stuff. You know, you, some things you just have to, they have to learn on their own. You talked about this on, on this show many a times that sometimes letting go and trying to guide them so they won't make mistakes, that's just not the path they want to go now. You get what I'm saying? You, you've said this many times that sometimes, like, Leaving the business to your child. That child don't want to do that. You know, don't have an idea about wanting to do that business. It's kind of like you trying to lead them something so they can have a steady future, and that's not what they want to do. And you know what? It's funny you even say that. I had a conversation uh, with my homegirl, Monet, earlier today, and uh, she's in tax business too. Shout out Monet Long, you know. Uh, me and Monet were talking, and I was just like asking the similar, like, you've been in the game for a while, you got two Dutch. How do your kids. Uh, you know, have they taken it? She's like, nah, they're not interested. Uh -huh. And, you know, that's just one of the things she's like, you know, and same thing with me. Parents, kids of parents that probably have been having some success, with, especially with business and mm -hmm. stuff like that, don't be so quick to want to go into it. And like I told you before, most of the times what I've seen mm -hmm. personally where kids really gravitate to the family business, mm -hmm. they were you like that fucking up or something. Mm -hmm. And parents kind of like, look, man, your ass, I'm tired of getting your ass in our jail, got to pay for all your babies right. and whatever. Right. You gonna come down here and work at the store, mm -hmm. uh, and, and you know, then eventually they kind of just get into it. You, 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 you. I haven't seen a lot of examples. I'm saying it doesn't happen. Where <clears throat> outside when they're younger, you make them do it. Maybe in high school, I haven't seen a lot of examples. Okay. Where the kids stayed into it, you know, uh, with doing it. And um, sometimes you look at some of the uh, bigger corporations like the Fords, the Waltons, and all that. I don't necessarily know if all of them took, you know, maybe one or two, mm. you know, with, with, with doing it. Uh -huh. and, I, and, and I think a well, lot of them. The Waltons, nah, Walmart, nah, all of them was in it. They in it or they got ownership? They, the most, some, most of them started in it and they, they got their money, they branched off to other things, but they all went through the sit went through that system. I got you, I got you. I even got the you. grandkids are going through that system. I got you, okay. I got you. And, and I've seen that even with, like, sometimes with the... But Ford, you're definitely right. Yeah, but you, but you get what I'm saying. I think right. a lot of that is attributed to, um, I just said with myself, I think, especially my older kids, seeing the struggles 
they I went through with daddy building it up, but hell, NAS is built. Um, can't justify, you know, you have good kids, they ain't doing, they ain't asked for nothing, but I can't really put a finger on it, like, look, we got this. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, hey, it ain't, it ain't no secret public notice. Y'all got a couple years, because I'm selling this. <laughs> I, I ain't on this generation of wealth. I got, one thing about it, I say it all the time, it sounds good when people talk about generational wealth, but once you start, you got a little uh, couple cookies in that jar, mm-hmm. and you like, look, man, I ain't, I ain't really tripping about this shit now. Right, Because right. at some point, I'm finna let this stuff go, with or without you. You, you know right. what I'm saying? So I don't really get caught up too tough in the whole uh, 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 generational wealth, and we're trying to build a legacy. Damn that. <laughs> I'm finna build me a damn uh, vacation home Somewhere. in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the hell I'm building. Somewhere on the island somewhere. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drinking out of coconut, watching girls with grass skirts and stuff. Swinging on a hammock yeah. all day. Hola. Trying to, trying to think of what side of the beach you're going to sleep on. That's the hardest thing you got to do. My dumb man, hola, Spanish. What is it? What was it? What, what is it when you're on the damn island or Which Hawaii? island, though? That's the, oh, that, that's the oh, one. No. I just do the universe. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey. But I, just, I was just throwing that out there because we were talking about letting go. And a lot of times, letting go may be hard because a parent is thinking they don't want their child to make the same mistakes they they could so they think they can guide them down a certain different <laughs> path but a lot of times children want to, children gonna turn out how they you know they gonna t- choose their own path eventually absolutely, absolutely. you can nudge them they, they still gonna take that fork you yeah. get what i'm saying been that done that right and that goes to like the, the second point we're talking about these challenges that's balance support and independence because Striking the right balance between offering support and allowing independence can be tricky. Mm. Parents might find it difficult to know when to step in and when to give their adult children space to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. And it's just real funky with it. Right. And, and sometimes it's difficult to realize that your child can be greater than you at certain things. Mm. Like, you know, like, man, I'm, I'm hesitant doing this, that, and that, but your child may get it. Take the range right and soar, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we we, we can put those uh, restrictions mm-hmm. on our children, not trying to, mm. not trying to at so all. We can hold them back. Hell yeah, we hold we do hold them back a lot right. of times. Right. We do hold them back. Now that's a slippery slope because sometimes we can give them, like I said, give them that damn rope and they just fall right on their damn face. Uh-huh. And you know, out of three kids, hell, only one might spring right back up. The other one might roll down and cry. You see that when you with your babies. Mm-hmm. One baby, you know, just get up and walk off, he fall. The other two sit down like, oh, y'all ain't going to say shit? And just start screaming. <laughs> right. I just fell. Nobody going <laughs> to recognize it. But you got that one. Right. Shoot. It's when they fall, they getting back up, getting back up, getting back up. And they carry it over. So it's, it's unique. Like I said, uh, some of those things are uh, brought up by fear. Some of them are brought by, you know, you, your uh, reservation, just looking at your child. But it's a... It's a it's a very unique situation. But that's why I do think it's always important for parents to have conversations and understand and be okay with it's different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that's what big thing. A lot of times, a lot of parents don't want to necessarily look at. Uh, again, guys, this is Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Tonight's show, we're talking about the challenges of raising adult children. We stream live on Facebook, YouTube. Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. Please feel free to comment. Uh, anybody on the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Facebook, anything came with the comments? Not, not, well, uh, Keith Thomas, I don't know if you know him, say, hey, 
Keith Thomas, R&B, Soul, Southern Soul, sing and say, hey. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. What's going hey, on? Hey, Keith, we appreciate you tuning in. I hey, appreciate that, Keith. Um, but, yeah, again, we're talking about the challenge of raising adult children. The first one, letting go of control, bouncing, and the other one, balancing support and independence. The third one is uh, communication shift. And communication shift is real funky because, oh, man, hold on one second. Hey, Google, stop. Hold on one second, man. I don't know what popped up on my damn. The what's the name went out on the TikTok still there. Oh. But the Google came up. They, oh, it came up from you talking. Yeah. Oh. I ain't want that. Google Assistant. Yeah, for hmm. real. Let me get that out there. Give us one second, folks. Trying to get it, get it, get it right. What's cool? All right. Um, and then the next one is communication. Communication dynamics change as children become adults. Parents need to adapt to their communication style to be um, to be more open, respectful, and considerate of adult perspective and, and autonomy. And that's one thing about it. You know, I, I, I'm, I had this conversation with my boys, you know, especially with Chris, you know, me and him was talking. Hold on one second, man. What the hell going on? Okay. One of the biggest things I had with... One of the biggest things in regards to communicating with my kids. Me and Chris had this recently, like, look, you on your own now, I ain't, now look, I'm still a pop, mm -hmm. but I ain't finna talk to you like a three or four, I ain't gonna chump you out. Right. You're a man now, let's have these conversations, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I always try to have that little open door look, bro, you know, you got an issue, holler at me and everything like that. But because I know they're on their own, I can't handle them like you will, right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. You I want to live with me, can't. So we, I got to talk to you as a man. And one, and one rule I always had with all my children, you know, growing up, in our house we don't front on each other. Mm -hmm. you know, we might joke between us, mm -hmm. but don't ever talk about your brother or something like that in public. Right, we don't right. do that with each other. Right, right. Now you see people clown in front yeah, of their people. Yeah, yeah. They don't do that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, now if somebody talk about your brother or, or your sibling or whatever, no. Right. Your mama, daddy, no. No, we ain't. Look, now nah, I want to hear that. We ain't going to do that. Not the family. And <clears throat> I think that's one thing a lot of times uh, a lot of parents forget. My child is an adult now. Mm -hmm. I can't handle him like he was a little boy. Right. Now, the, 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 the kicker is, is what? A lot of parents give them that adult respect, and they still act like a little boy or girl. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can't do, I can't decide anything without my mom or daddy. Mm -hmm. I can't make any kind of decisions. I can't go out and look for a job or do this, that, and that. I'm 25, 26 years old, 30 years old. I still got my mama full of applications. Oh. My daddy doing all this other kind of stuff. Right. So I'm not saying it's fail or it's warranted, but a lot of times you put yourself in that position. In that position. Uh-huh. And I'm a firm believer, man. You can't create ambition. That, yeah. You can't create Motivation. That. Hell no. Inspiration. You, can't, no. you can inspire them a little bit, but they have to inspire themselves as well. A lot of children don't inspire themselves. Mm. You can't want stuff more than another person wants. Right, right. You can hope they catch on. Let me ask you a question. That speaking of that, do you think a lot of times parents go so hard for their children on that on that perspective of, you know, uh, communication, not treating them like a child because, you know, they want something so much more than the child wants. It's a tightrope right. because one part of you can be like you spoiling them, mm -hmm. and another part, <clears throat> excuse me, can be. Like you're providing for them, mm -hmm. and you don't know how that kid gonna receive it. Mm -hmm. Giving it out now, you now once you start getting your signs, we're looking at it. You can sit here and say, "Well, look, man, 
this man, they in the priest of the man, I damn do for right, right. whatever. But you can have another kid child in that household. Thank you, mama. Thank you, daddy. And everything's cool. You're not doing no different. Uh -huh. But you just, it, it, it's tough. It's the individual. Yeah, but yeah, exactly, because we work so hard. But now, again, the issue come up is once you see the sign that this damn person on the priest is going to keep doing it. Mm. My kids uh, had a nerve one day, bottom son eat. Hey, man, you know, we eating and stuff like that. You know, I'm kind of like, you know, I ain't. Not from the school of thought that, you know, I, I get your food and I eat all your damn food. But, hey, bro, let me have a fry. Right, right, no. right. I threw all that shit away. <laughs> oh! Mother, you know what I'm saying? Well, I threw all that threw shit away. away. I bought this shit. <laughs> if you ask me, I'm going to share with you. Right. I didn't ask for your meal. Right. But you don't do that. Give no. me a couple fries. You yeah. Know no. No. Mm, no. No. I ain't going to say it. Ain't one of them, right. too. Spit on it. When I say I grabbed that shit and threw it in the garbage. <laughs> huh? Right, right, right. No. Right. You forgot who paid for this. Come for on what? now. And even, even, even if not, family, family. Now, right. I ain't saying, I'm going to just take all your food and all that kind of stuff. I heard people say, well, you should have ordered enough. Damn that. Right. Damn that. Because I can say that when your ass needs some damn money, whatever, you should have worked a little hard. <laughs> I can say some more stupid, stupid, stupid stuff like that. Right. But that's not the, that, that's not the case. A lot of times, you, when you, we see those kind of things. That's what I'm going back we, when you're asking about uh, providing for your kids. How do you kind of know if you're spoiling them or whatever? Right. I just feel like that's it's hard to say don't give them so much because, again, you, you, you don't know how they're going to receive it. Right. Because, again, one of your kids, everything, they appreciate it, Daddy, appreciate it, Daddy. And I'm talking about just totally glad you did it. Right. And you got one, you act like no you, big deal. Like you, like you, you owe it to You do nothing him. different. <laughs> you do nothing different for him. Right. Nothing. But you did see that. Mm -hmm. He don't appreciate shit. They don't, she don't appreciate the damn thing she do. And you going to keep doing it? Mm. Now, that's one that is on the parent. Right. You feel me now? I think most parents, it's just my opinion. I think most parents say they're not going to do it, but do continue to do so. What do you really think? Your reason you think for that? Because I think that they, a lot of times, they say to themselves, "Well, um, if I don't help him, he never going to get it right." So I'm gonna do it because they think that they eventually they're gonna straighten out. It's like when you're in a relationship, you try to change a person because you want them to do right, but they keep doing wrong. But you keep saying to yourself, "I just love them a little bit harder." What will it be say? Try to change him. Make him be an angel. Yeah, you yeah, put your yeah. whole life in danger. Put your whole life in danger. <laughs> Shout out to Willie D. Right. You got to let him. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the same perspective. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's, it, it's I, I don't know if it's tough. I think sometimes uh, when you try to address things like that, it may, you know, you kind of have maybe like, am I being a failure? Did I do something wrong? Parents can go through a whole rainbow of emotions. Mm -hmm. Why they don't check it? But I, I'm a firm believer that you can't control how they react, mm -hmm. but you can control how you react once you see the behavior. Right. And that's probably what it is a lot of times. And then why I ask you that, and I think everybody has it's just a ton of different reasons. Mm -hmm. You know what everything doing. It. I'm gonna give you like my children. My children has a thing now. <laughs> they all adults. They all put y'all on their own, and. They have a thing now where they think I'm just a bank. Like, they think I'm just... And it's like, it's not just one. All three of them send me, ask me for money. Like, and it's not once a week. I mean, well, it's at least one of them every week. 
three of them, you know, every two weeks. But it's like, and I'm telling them, like, you, I can't keep afford, I can't afford to keep giving y'all money. You get what I'm saying? Like, you got to get it on your own. But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, dang, if I don't, what's going to happen? You get what I'm saying? Okay. I don't most of the time. Sometimes I do. But I'm thinking in my mind, like, if I don't, what's going to happen? But then I say, I need to let them do it because they'll figure it out. They, they first they first thought, I think, is always just to call me or to text me and ask me instead yeah. of trying to figure out another way to do it. It's frightening. Because, right. And I think that's the thing. With any parent, your fear of putting yourself in a bad situation got to be your fear, got to be greater than your fear of letting them learn the hard way of mm -hmm. doing something. And that's just... A lot of parents that that fear hasn't got that great yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just typically what it is. We've all been down that road. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say a lot of times you hear parents, oh, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't do that. But you know. But it's easy for me to tell a lab, man, you gotta let them learn. Gotta mm -hmm. let them learn, cause that ain't my child. Right. But then a lot of times, though, I say really and truly, and that's and that's you. But with any case, you telling me to let them learn, but at the same time, you over there chain your son tight. I'm not uh, saying that's what you do. No, you don't. No, no, you know no, 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 But that's an example. Right. You yeah. tell me, man, you gotta let them learn, and then as soon as you, soon as you walk out the door, your son tell, I need you to come tell my tired dad. Absolutely, You're absolutely. Right. You, you, they doing something, uh, 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 uh contradicting what they telling you to do, uh -huh. but also, they, 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 they really just don't have that emotional attachment mm -hmm. that you got with yours. Right. And you know, it's just, it, 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 it's scary, but. You know what I just said and what I do mean, like your fear of continue to do this or that can affect you personally, once it gets greater than that, then you'll be able to see it. But do you think that most and I guess when we get older older maybe, but do you think that most parents fear of themselves, of hurting themselves, or whatever it may the case may be, is greater than the fear of them children getting hurt? Uh some, regardless of regardless uh, of their age. Something something gotta happen. I'm gonna be honest with you, Lab. Uh, mine ain't really had a big problem with it, but I tell you, when I went through my damn divorce, and I seen how damn you, everybody kept moving, in a, in a in a different way uh -huh. or in a cool way, and I'm over there sitting there all in the dumps. Mm -hmm. I, my shit, uh, uh, take care of poochie meter. Right. Got a whole lot greater. Right. So, I'm any one of my kids know if daddy not happy, we're not doing it. Right. Your well being. Is I'm told that that's a priority of mine. Your right. well-being, right? But my Mental happiness, my happiness, is priority. Right. So if I'm not happy doing this shit for you, I'm not gonna do it. Right. I'm not gonna do it at all because at the end of the day, I've seen my kids grow up and I've made sacrifices, painful sacrifices mm -hmm. that could have helped me or made me happy to do for other people. Right. And then they don't really appreciate it in my eyes. Right. You know, or go the pathway. That I wanted to do. To do. Mm -hmm. So again, well-being, priority. Mm -hmm. My happiness above all. Right. And, and, and I think sometimes you got to go through some shit, or or like I said, <laughs> that meter. Mm -hmm. That you know, when you say like, look, my shit, whatever, something got to happen to you. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of times, that fear just don't get that big. Yeah. I can't, you know, again, and I, and I, I don't think I don't think my fear of myself would ever be bigger. Than the fear of my children getting hurt, but at the same time, I know the difference between you calling to check on me and see if I'm okay, and you just calling because to check on me because you're gonna call me a couple days because you need some money. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of times, 
I have to play a hardball with them and just get it get it straight because to be honest with you, my happiness is always is 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 first. If I haven't learned anything through COVID and all that stuff, is that I come first. Like I I don't care about nobody else. I come first. Like that's just the way it is. Whatever I want to do, I'm gonna do, and however I want to do it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Cause like you said, my happiness is above all. Yeah, because you know. As we get older, we just, we start seeing people pass and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, people mourn, people feel bad, but the world keeps moving. Yeah, keeps, they, the clock keeps, keeps turning. And everything right. like that, you can walk right out of a funeral at any given moment and see all kind of construction, folks driving down the road, life's still going on. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you sit here like, man, I got to do this and worry about this with my kids. They got to do this with my grandbaby. Man, no. Right. No, look, man, y'all got to do something. <laughs> get y'all got to do something. We, seriously, man, because... At the end of the day, people, you can be gone. You have to make sure you enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, that, I mean, it is real, man. These bills going to keep going. People, yeah, I lost a lot of people close to me. And, like, you know, people keep it moving. Mm-hmm. They hurt. They miss you. But shit. <laughs> they, you know, they got to keep going. Absolutely. Right. So you got to be very, very careful. That. Again, guys, we're talking about the challenge of raising adult children. Uh, the call in number is 678-740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. We're talking about different challenges. The next one is one that I think, you know, kind of alluding what Lab just talked about, and that's just those financial boundaries. Mm-hmm. Financial support can be a complex issue. Parents may struggle with setting boundaries and determining how much financial assistance, if any, they should provide to their adult children, especially as they enter the workforce and pursue further education. Now, I'm sitting there like, you know, me, you know, me and one of my sons had a, had a, 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 a conversation. And you know, you know, I keep all names out, but I'm like, hey, bro, shit. Me and your mama pay this. Right. You like you get this, you ain't gotta pay it. Where the hell your money at? Right. Oh uh, well. Oh man. That's not how this works. You don't want me checking you like you foe. Mm-hmm. But I'm finna do it if you know get me out of this. Right. You know, that's the thing about it. Like you know, cause cause, cause again, like when people don't find that priority, like your money, your money. Mm-hmm. You don't. You want my help, but you want my help the way you want it. Right. You know, I, I just need to pay this. And when you this. want it. Yeah, so I'm telling you, I'm grown. You can't tell me I pay my bills. Well, leave me the phone. <laughs> Be grown when you paying your bills. Right. Be grown when you out there going to the club. Mm-hmm. Be grown then. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you, you feel me? Right. Don't turn to a little boy when you need some bars of damn <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. Real talk, man. Keep it grown all day, every day. Hey, got them, and, and you know what? That is really any parent's dream. Mm-hmm. Good, cool, because you know, like I, I always say, like just be able. I felt real proud when I went over to house, and I was able to walk in and say, like, man, damn, they my son's house. And, you know, just say, hey, son, can I take me? Man, you good, daddy? Right. Hey, man, I grab a little drink. Man, go in the refrigerator. Right. Man, that we is family. Like, hey, <laughs> my son told me I go in this refrigerator. Right. I, I grab this remote. <laughs> I felt good about that. Right. That's right, it. Right. That's a father's dream. Right. Okay. Shit, I'm at my son's house. Right. On the phone, hey man, yeah, I'm at my son's crib watching the game. Right, right. Yeah, you know that. So that was cool. But at the end of the day, man, you know how many times people had them conversations where the kid calling them, asking them all that kind of stuff, parents. Because one thing that my grandfather told me when I was a teenager, and I have really ingrained that in my kids, you want me out your damn business, keep me out your business. Mm-hmm. Period. And that's anybody. Right. If you need me, you need me, reach out to me. Right. Don't make me playing B or C. Go a little bit into the alphabet. 
Go a little bit into the alphabet. Children make you plant A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go a little bit into the alphabet. Because if you don't hear my damn mouth, you don't hear shit I got to say, bump your head a little bit. Right. Hit me at, hit yeah, me yeah, at, yeah. at X, Y, and yeah, Z. Yeah, go eat some vaina sauce. Right. You know what I'm saying? Go, get, go fry some Spam. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear this shit about you hungry. Right. No, come on now. Cut that little, cut that little piece up in about 20 pieces. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right. Yeah, well, I'm, Get I'm, you I'm, some pot of meat and crack it. Yeah, there you hit go. Me up. Go through some shit. <laughs> right. Go through some shit. Right. And I, 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 go, I go back to as a parent, we got to be okay. Uh-huh. We, we got to be okay through. with letting them go through it. Mm-hmm. I fear it, man. He over there hungry. He ain't damn hungry. Shit, he can get some pot of meat. If he hungry, he'll figure it out. Yeah, there you go. Right. There you go, man. I mean, I'm t- I remember when uh, my roommate, I'm met with Dante Jones. That's my roommate at Fort Hood. Man, we done messed up all our damn money. And um, I remember we ain't had no money to go to the club. want to go to Two Short Concert. This is in the late 90s at Fort Hood. We ain't had no damn money. Tell you, said, man, boy, come on, I got you. We went down to the blood bank. Uh-huh. Got us about $25. <laughs> Two short. So y'all at the, at the yeah. concert. <laughs> Big old bandages on the arms. Uh-huh. Soldiers. What we got? Miss Mixed Law. What's up, Miss Mixed Law? She on TikTok. My goal is for my children and to not need me. And that's the, and that's the key thing. Shout out to Miss Mixed Law. Um, uh, Slick says, if you take care of your child, then that child has a child. Now then, now them and their child is in your pockets. Now what? Hell yeah. Right. Hell yeah. And I used to tell my sons all the time. I remember my older son going on a date. with me and the other, I don't think Will was born. He was like, yeah, I need money for this and need money for that. I said, boy, you know, I ain't going to give you money for your woman. And he was like, <laughs> what happened? He was like, you know, uh, I mean, P said, said uh, if, if daddy got to get money, you got to share it with daddy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good job, son. Uh, Stanley hmm. Gordon said, man, you preaching. Yeah. What's happening, cuz? <laughs> but that's one of the things. And, and, and you know what? No father has, or any parent has no problem helping their child they see they're out there doing for themselves. Right, right. If I know you out there busting your tail. Making effort. And you're making the effort. Shit, I catch you on the back end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might catch you on the back end and take care of the front for you. Mm-hmm. Cause I know you trying. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing about it. Again, it go back to that fear. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of it is. You know, again, we talk about these challenges. Like I said, that control, the financial things because the kid, uh, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, man, once people get money in their pocket, that's when people think they smart. I can make these decisions. But when that money gone, now they turn back. No, keep that energy. Mm-hmm. Keep that energy. Stay grown. Mm-hmm. Cause that's one thing I, you know, I, I, I reiterate that anybody, I definitely put that shit in my kids' head. Once people start giving you money, they are gonna feel like they got control. They are gonna feel like they can say something. I say because that all you spend the time. time. Yeah, a person might knock on your door. Uh-huh. They start giving you money. They see you know they don't walk right in it. <laughs> so you gotta they be turn very cold. Mm-hmm. The, the key, they got a key. Exactly. Right. And you put yourself in them damn situations. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to be uncomfortable in life. And because people don't want to be uncomfortable, that's why they sit there and do certain things mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, and, 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 and you know, I thank God all the time I raised by an older guy. Mm-hmm. So my granddad, one of them old, old school, and one mm-hmm. old, I'm teaching him to say it right, he shot from the damn hill. But he was just like, you don't want me in your shit, Poochie. Keep me out Keep of it. Keep me out of it. <laughs> and they're just like, look, man, just take care of stuff. And, and, and I know um, if I ever needed them, I could. It was uh, one time when I was in Germany. And this is funny. When I was, the, the, I had my moment where I knew that, you know, I couldn't depend on nobody. I was uh, my first duty station in Germany, uh-huh. 18. 
I mean, I done sat there and probably done tricked off and did. I don't know what the hell I done did. I ain't had no money. No money. No money. So I done called my mama and him. I'm 18. Right. I done called my mama and grandma. On your own. I couldn't wash my clothes. I was messed out. And I, and I called my mama and grandma. Say, look, I ain't got no money. Can y'all send me some Western Union, some money, whatever? And I heard my mama say, Mama, who ain't got no money? Oh, <laughs> uh, he, he can't even wash your clothes. We got to do something. And I heard my grandma, I ain't got shit. Uh -huh. And my mama like, well, maybe when I get paid next uh -huh. week, I can sing you something. Uh -huh. And I, it hit me. They ain't got no damn money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they really ain't got no, no damn money. money. That's like, why I'm in the yeah, shit. <laughs> I thought that was my spare time. It right. hit me then. Like, right. what the hell? I'm calling all my all the way in Europe. Uh -huh. I'm calling all the way back to Bankhead. Right. And they're like, man, they ain't got no damn money. Right. What the hell am I going to do? <laughs> that was my moment where I Wake knew, up, like, a little, little, hey, man, shit. You know, look, I, I can't depend on nobody. They ain't say they bump my head no more. They sell them donating blood. Right. Sell them blood and shit. But I really, that was my moment. Like, shit, I can't go I back to them. I this out. She dashed said, I can see you some money when I get paid in maybe a week or so. I said, man, I'm over here like, man. Let me go but you have to have those wake-up moments. Hell yeah. And you have to have those wake-up moments. Mm. I remember I was in college. And I, like I told you, I got in college on the grant. So when I was in, I remember I was in college, and I was, I was dead hungry. I was dead hungry that night. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was dead hungry. Mm -hmm. And I, I I didn't even bother calling my mom. I knew I couldn't call her. Uh -huh. I knew it. I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And back then, and I tell Slick all the time, back then, you know, you could go, you could take the turn them uh, bottles in for 10 cents. You know, those uh, Coke and Pepsi bottles in yeah. for 10 cents. And I and I went around. I found about maybe 15, 16 of them damn things. And I got me something neat that I, I, I think I got about three, four dollars. And, and I'm telling you something. It's empowering for you or even your children once they get out there. Mm -hmm. Unless they're lazy and shit. But once they get out there and they turn around and make some money for themselves and start do, get, they make their own money mm -hmm. and start doing stuff with their own money. It's empowering. Yeah, that, that night I knew I had to get a job. And by the next two weeks, I had a job. I couldn't go to college and not have a job. But, you know, like I said again, we got to be able to let them go through that. Right. Okay, got to be able to let them go through that. Again, guys, you want to call in 678-740-9894. Again, it's 678-740-9894. Tonight's show, we're talking about the challenges of raising adult children. Um, the next one, man, this is real. This is this this is one that's real touching. And that's different values and beliefs. We're talking mm -hmm. about challenges. And uh, as an adult, as adult children form their own identities and worldviews, mm -hmm. their values, beliefs might differ from those of their parents. Navigating these different uh, these differences while maintaining a respectful and understanding relationship can be challenging. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in voting. I don't want to whoop my kid. Right, right, right. We're going to just send them to private school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I don't want to work for the white man. If, if, I don't want to work. I ain't going to get up. I ain't doing a job. Right. And the white man got to tell me what all right. that kind of. I don't you, believe in no pagan holidays. And you be like, well, what the? Did you get this damn thinking for us? You know, you just sitting there like, what the fuck? Did you, did you shit? Did, 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 uh, the aliens get my kids? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they get views and stuff that you just sitting there like. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going I'm to burn the Bible. I don't believe in God. Yeah, like, right. Damn America. I'm not a citizen. All kind of stuff. And it's not the just sitting and say somebody's stupid. But it's just being like, okay, open-minded enough. And it's very challenging because the average person is not really open-minded. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of us think that you we know? are. But the, but in all honesty, 
90 percent of people are not open minded as they think they are. I, I seen a video. It was a video. Uh, I think a father found out his son was gay. He just stopped beating on him. And it was it was a, it was a, it was a it was a, a fictional show. It was on Instagram or TikTok. And you know what always triggered me to go to the comments. Mm -hmm. Good dad, good dad, good dad. And I think a lot of times people say that shit because they went through it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I think sometimes you find out that your child may be gay, that your child sitting there done changing the religion or how they raising their kids mm -hmm. or they don't want to do it. You got to sit there and say to yourself, look, this ain't me. This ain't my life. This, this ain't my damn life. Right. And it probably hit hard a little bit more on two things. If you're still taking care of them or you know that you're probably going to get some kind of Ridicule. Ridicule. Mm -hmm. Exactly. There you go. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the, uh, the things about it. And a lot of parents go through that. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't, I don't believe in they. I don't think a kid actually believe in their lifestyle. Right. I don't think a kid actually believe in the way they discipline to raise their kids, the way they work and stuff like that. Um, but that's that, that's one of them things, man. You start talking about, you know, we're doing it like you know, as a parent. Mm -hmm. They're totally against what we're doing it. Oh. I'm the first of my family with everything, man. I, I'm telling you, son, dog. Like when I decided to go in the army, none of my family went to college, mm -hmm. and they, you know, just me going in the army. You know, I was very adamant, like I'm going to the army and then go get the money to go to school. Like nobody was hearing the school part. Right. They just hear army. Going to army, we retired, we set for life, mm -hmm. and all this shit. You know, you know, they just their their view was so right. narrow. We're doing it. Good people. Right. But it just ain't, 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 ain't thinking that far mm -hmm. ahead and stuff like that. And I think a lot of times, parents, we get caught up in that stuff where we view the world, where mm -hmm. we do certain things, because also take consideration we're all a generation two from behind. And, you know, just like now with damn music, sexuality, drugs, and shit like this, this stuff these kids go mm -hmm. through, I just seen Sookie with the good stuff do a video, uh, uh, uh interview. Uh -huh. with a girl Sookie, and she was just talking about she ain't got no STD, she didn't. No STDs this year. Mm -hmm. No kind of uh, uh, no more baby daddies. Mm -hmm. No more uh, having sex unprotected. And I'm just saying, like, this is a girl with a huge following. Right. And you're sitting there like, I couldn't see one of them girls in the '90s opening their mouth to say stuff to like say that. something like that. That's, and and yeah. that's the thing. Like a lot of stuff that kids say nowadays, kids go through a lot of days. Us back then, we could see like even. Even sexually, like to get a girl sexually back in the day was a prize. Now it's just they just take a picture of their thing. And send it <laughs> now to it's just hard for the course. What he sent me? Right. It's not. You it's know? not any prize to it. It's just is. What the girl say? Pound town. Right. <laughs> a thing peak. A butthole brown. Pound town. Pound town. And that's a song. <laughs> How you write that shit on paper? Right. How the hell you write that shit on paper? Pound, pound. But I ain't peak. My booty hole brain. Yeah. Hey, you looked at it and you said, Hey, she like that old hell. What the hell? Pound, pound. There, there, hey. no, there are no boundaries now. There are no boundaries to, there, there's no, there's no prize to anything now. It's just, it's just out there. Like Slick said, social media has messed up a lot of people. It's just out there now. It's just, there's no, nothing is a prize anymore. Nothing mm -hmm. is, is you know, you don't have to work towards anything like we did back in the day. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's just instant gratification. But you know what, though, like, that's a good and bad thing. It's not necessarily bad because kids, a lot of times kids got access to stuff. Mm -hmm. But again, our processing with it, 
when you're looking like you on some OG shit. Yeah. But you know, that do that make us wrong? Do that make them right? Morally, we can look at some stuff like that, but that's how it is. Uh-huh. Kind of like when you start looking at some of my older movies, like our great grandparents. You know, like we might go to a, like Slow Dragon. You know, two or three generations ago mm-hmm. was just no. Oh, they don't even dance now. Yeah, but you know, I'm just no, I'm just talking about just say um, in our generation, we might go to the house party and slow drag. Mm-hmm. Our grandparents were like, you can't do that. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Like right, they right. just the, the touching and right. all that kind of stuff. You know, it, 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 you know, just say you. We, I think my we used to go to Sharon Showcase uh-huh. or, or MBK and all right. that kind of stuff. You know, I'm going in there sweating. You know, <laughs> and I'm greedy. I want one in the front, one in the back. I'm all having a good time. Hell. You know what I'm saying? I got the loop pumping. Right. I come out there soaking. You know what I'm saying? Wet. And, 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 man, I know my grandparents, they ain't even trying to sit there. Right. That just was a whole different era, you know, in regards to doing that. So, uh, uh, I, it's challenging, uh-huh. but it's different. And it's that's different. what we start talking about, uh, difference in values and beliefs. It's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. That's what I'm saying. As a parent, sometimes we got to just step back. Look, man, I don't get it. I don't understand this shit, but that's how they are. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you gotta sit there and say if it ain't hurting nobody, man. And that's still funky because I I know how I look morally. But if it, but if it's not, that's what I'm about to say. We might say it's not hurting nobody, but is it hurting them morally? Yeah. Like they may not be hurting anybody else, but are they hurting themselves morally? Are they are they are they setting themselves down a path where nothing is sacred anymore? Like nothing. Like I remember. A few years back, I heard girls were saying, and this is, I'll forget the video, they were saying, oh, yeah, uh, oral sex, that, that ain't sex, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that, but, you get what I'm saying? Like, the things, I know things are different. We older, don't get me wrong. I know we old, they say we old, folks, and all that. I get what you're saying. But a lot of times, we have to, our children, as our adult children, we have to look at them and say, it may not be, it may not be bothered, it may not be hurting the next person, but is it hurting you inside? Is well, it an internal bruise that we don't see? I, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you. What were you saying? No, 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 Boy, Atlanta was bad. That's a whole, that's a whole that Atlanta boy. That's but, a whole Atlanta oh, boy. Oh, Lord, boy. Well, you have to worry about getting shot coming oh, out of the club. Oh, no, man. Just having a good time. I come out with a pocket full of phone numbers. <laughs> yes, sir. Real West Side player. Right, right. But, you know, um, but to that point, one thing I do stress with that is when I try to be just looking at other views, we're looking at things different, more perspective, is can you handle the ramifications of how you think? Mm-hmm. Because... You know, I'm probably a little old school. Me being a business owner, just being in business and going through corporate America, I'm probably a little bit more jaded with uh, grooming. Mm-hmm. Tell my kids, hey, this, that, and that. And again, things ain't changed. You know, like, you know, some folk got braids, some folk got dreads. I'm a little old school. Like, mm-hmm. hey, man, you trying to do this, trying to do that. And what I try to stress to my kids or any young, young person I talk to, like, look, can you handle, like, it may not be fair mm-hmm. or whatever, but if you get skipped over because of your dreads. Mm-hmm. You get skipped over because of your long beard. Mm-hmm. You get skipped over your, or, or because of your braids. Well, now that I, it don't matter because you can't want to come to my party 
or come in my house and do business with me and dictate to me how the hell you gonna look. Right, right. And that's anything, right? Right. So with that said, you know, that's what I try to have them conversations like, look, I get it. You wanna express yourself, you wanna do that, that's cool. But understand the ramification may come from it. Mm -hmm. Don't mean it's fair, don't mean it's right, don't whatever. I'm just saying these are the things and if you are cool with that and you can handle that, okay. Right. But that's why I try to have them conversations like, look, I get it. I get it. When I want to have my, you can't tell me what to do. I get it. I right. get it. But you're trying to work there. You're trying to be a part of them. And unfortunately, your opportunity is going to be dictated on some things. Some people base stuff off, you know, like you said, it's not fair, but if, if, if I, like you said, if you come to my party, you got you to gotta dance if I tell you to dance. That's and, just the way it go. Or don't and come. It, and that ain't necessarily even about, about Conan. Because mm -hmm. again, that could be just, you can be an old school brother. Just right. like, look, I want everybody to clean shave. Yeah. Shit, it may not be right, but you. Just, I'm just saying. That's why I say, you just got to understand. If you're gonna go down that route, that's fine. I when I when I came out of the army, there were jobs. You know, a lot. You know, they offered y'all especially with fire. Mm -hmm. It's different now, police and all that stuff. And I remember a, a brother. He, he took a light to me. He was like, "Man, I can get you in with the fire department." So you know, I'm on this pretty boy shit. I got shaved my beard. He said, "Yeah." Mm -hmm. I don't know what the standards are now. We're right. talking the '90s. I I wasn't even trying to hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so he face. Right. Like no, hell no. Like there was no, and he just thought I was just the most stupid. And all uh, um, different federal jobs, right. like it was just the whole notion. I had to shave my face. I look at now. Now again, I ain't really want to do that. Mm -hmm. But just when I was telling these guys, no, they're like, man, you gonna turn down this kind of wages because of hair on your face? Yeah. And I, I can stand on it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I can tell people, look, you got to, if you can stand on it, right? cool. Right. But don't be sitting there whining and, and tripping because folks have to do that, you know, don't want to you know, buy into it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's why I think a lot of times a lot of young folks, even people in, in general, miss out on it because they don't want to stand on how they feel on something. Mm -hmm. They just feel like my way, what you about to say? Go ahead, I'm going to read this comment you know, you, you know, a lot of, you know, that's just how I feel. That's the way it should be. Now, mm -hmm. if you want to sit here and do this, these are the rules of that party, or the rules of that game. You gotta play by them rules. Right. You can't make your own rules, you know? Uh, Stanley Gordon says, I agree with what you guys are saying, but some some things just should not be uh, done. Even though it is not hurting you at the time, some, some things you do have a butterfly effect. A five-year-old girl should not be doing certain dances, whether it's a group or solo. I, and I and I agree. I, I, I agree I, with his statement. I 150% agree with it. But mm. check this out. Let's go with this. Let's go with this scenario. My son bring granddaughter over. Mm -hmm. Just talking now. Son bring granddaughter over. And they got my granddaughter over there. She, she The music come on. She over there pee pop. Mm -hmm. Popping her butt, shaking her butt. Twerking. And I'm over there. I done lost my MF mind. Mm -hmm. What in the world going on? She just dancing. Baby mom or girlfriend, I'm sorry. They say that. Son over there ain't saying nothing. Now I can sit here and say, well, I'm, hey bro, y'all can't do that in my house or whatever, mm -hmm. this, that, and that. But at the end of the day, how far can you go? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you're in a funky spot with doing that. And you know, I'm a firm believer in addressing. Right. I, one thing my granddaddy told me, don't you ever leave no no situation where a person don't understand where the hell you stand. Right. Because, I, like I told Chris the other night on some situations, your silence, not a William. Your silence means you agree to you agree, agree to with it. You agree to so it. if you got a problem, say something. Right. That don't mean they're gonna agree with it, but a lot of times, you know, keep telling somebody with a teacher. You need to address it. Mm -hmm. Don't mean they're gonna agree with you, but when you don't say shit, 
that means you sitting up agreeing with it, right or wrong, right. because you ain't saying that in the body. And you don't need to say that after the fact. But it's, <clears throat> it's real fucking we're doing that. Because, again, that's what we're talking about, different values and beliefs. <clears throat> I'm standing on it. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't come on my house, y'all doing it. Mm-hmm. Son, if, if she's she going to be doing it, or at least we're going we, to, can't, y'all can't come on my damn house. Right. I'm not going to deal with y'all like that. But you got to be able to stand on it. Right. And a lot of times people don't want to do that. Passive aggressive. Yeah. Hey, look, well, I want to see my grandma. That's yeah. they, they got them doing that. No. No, that's why I say sometimes that feel of not seeing your grandma. Mm-hmm. That feel of not speaking to your child. You know what I'm saying? It got to be less than you sitting there saying, look, I am not going to deal with this. Because mm-hmm. if I got to deal with this shit, I ain't going to be happy around you. Right. I, I, I can say from just seeing... Just being around sticking her grandchildren, she addresses it. Now I tell you, you gotta, you gotta address it a little bit, maybe a little bit not, cause she's so west side, you know. She she's so Simpson. <laughs> you gotta address it a little bit different, but she does address it because, and and she stands on it like, like you said, if you're not, if you're gonna be doing that, you can't come over here. Like her her granddaughter is seven, and her mom has this thing where she don't think her, grand, her the granddaughter has to wear underwear. And Slick like, no, she needs to have on thing on underwear. Like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, that needs to happen. So, yeah. and and the mom like, well, no, I don't think it's necessary around the house. And she like, no, it's necessary all times of the day, everywhere you go. So, and the, over the slippery slopes because yeah. at the end of the day, I know what even Slick telling her that look. Well, okay, well, we'll do it over here. Right. But at the end of the day. You ain't gonna convince nobody to be a certain way. Right. They, they, they just be them tough situations with, with, with doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's the case, but those kind of things. Look, let me just get Poochie shut the hell up. So let, let, let me get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do yeah. it while you're over there. Yeah. But when you come back home, yeah. it's a free for all. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Stanley Gore says they let these children do da- these dances, but do not understand the nature of where the dances are coming from. They were used to seduce men in the strip club, and that's true. I think a lot of times. As as we see stuff, like we said back in the 80s and 90s, we knew what those things were and what they were for. But as things go on, uh-huh. I'll give you a good example. Our, our parents could stand rap music, but now rap music is a mainstream thing, and now we can't stand it because of the way it sounds. You get what I'm saying? So, like we said, pound town. You how, know. how many times have you seen where people got a little boy, hey, going to cuss? Right. And then now, and it was funny. Nah. But now they 17, 18 years old, and they're still every cussing word. every other word and all that kind of stuff. No respect for authority. I've been times I was coaching, and coach say something to the kid. Parent, you can't talk to him this, that, and that, and all that kind of stuff. And the coach ain't they respect the kid. Told the son, you can't be fighting in the game. Son, you need to get up. You need to stand up, whatever. Checking them. Parent got a problem with them. Now they're 17, 18 years old. They have no respect for authority. Mm-hmm. None of this stuff. Now they're in adulthood. They still can't. And, it's, and, and the reason why we, I want to have these conversations because <clears throat> cat go to jail out here, you know, I'm going to do what the hell I want to do. I'm not going to follow rules. I'm not going to respect authority. But once you go to jail, you're forced. Mm-hmm. Now you got to stand in the line. Now you got you to wash your hand, wash your butt, eat whenever you get the opportunity to do it. Right. Now rules are just totally enforced on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do the shit without having to go there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, now you're in a world where everything is, to- you're told what to do. Not, only, not only the prison rules, but you got prisoner rules. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you t- you're talking about your whole life 
Because now, all these rules are for Do this shit for these. Mm-hmm. Do it before these. And, and, and at the end of the day, I do think, unless you got some kind of uh, chemical imbalance, everybody morally got some idea what's mm-hmm. right and wrong. So that's why we you know we had these conversations. I hear a lot of times people say, well, I didn't have a father, this, that, and that. Shit, you got 50 50 chance of having a good daddy. Your ass no right or wrong. Right. Daddy, you don't need daddy to tell you don't steal. Right. You don't need daddy to tell you shut the hell up. Right. You don't need daddy to do that. <laughs> daddy will help you with some stuff, maybe from a, a male perspective, but just legal shit, you don't need daddy to tell you that. Right. And, and, and that's real talk, man. That's, that's true. real talk. Now, because uh, 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 I ain't had one, and I ain't been to jail then time. But, 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 but that's what I'm saying. A lot of times, you know, God, I mean, I, and I had a conversation with my kids, kids I mentor. When you mess up, on it. When I messed up, I messed up, and when I messed up in business life, when I messed up in my marriage, mm-hmm. I had to own it. Right. Shit, because until you own it, you can't fix it. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you all the time, like, when I coach them kids, coach, I, hey, hey, son, coach, I know I didn't, I didn't miss the block. Son, you got to admit it first. Right. Once you admit it, we can fix it. Right. I can't fix shit until you admit it. Right. And that's everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, so we'll talk about those differences of uh, kids. Actually, uh, one second. We start talking about um, kids uh, uh, going through stuff. Uh, I'm sorry, the call coming out on the phone. The the challenges of, uh, of raising adult children. Um, those things come up so much. We have to make sure, like you know, you got to be mentally tough as a parent. Another one is, you know, just you know, I, I think I struggle with myself with my children. That's probably advice and interference. Mm. As well, like sometimes I do think that not that my way is the right way, but damn, like some shit, like bro, do you understand what common sense is? Mm-hmm. And different ways of thinking. I don't know where the shit come from. <laughs> well, you know, I was reading the book uh, "Out with the Devil." It says that a lot of times our influence, we are influenced by. The things we see and the people we're around the most—they have the either negative or positive influence. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and, and sometimes parents, we can kind of let stuff go away, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just know where the hell it come from. Mm-hmm. And we start looking at those particular things, just like, look, man, I'm trying to school you, give you some game, um, and that's why I said, me talking to my 12 year old son, me talking about 19, me talking about 21 and 28, it's kind of like a different tone. That I gotta kind of use, scale, right. yeah, exactly. The words gotta be different or whatever. Cause my baby boy, I damn, I gotta tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. But even still, I try to kind of keep respect. But my older son, he, he almost thirty. Right. So I can't talk to him. He got a damn family. Uh, yeah. He got a house. Right. He got a job. You can but, suggest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can roll this bike. Right. But like I always tell my look, man, I'm gonna tell you, look, you know, I, and, 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 and what I always say, I ain't no big. Proponent of unsolicited advice. Right. When you call me, I always ask first question. So what you ask for my opinion? <laughs> right. I ask that because I'm not gonna get into the same shit that you you're not gonna listen to. Right. My my air is precious. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I've been in those situations where you try to talk to them, and as they get older, you want to kind of keep it well. Look, you know, you do want to be able to have some communication mm-hmm. with you, and you don't want to have it so much because you're so damn uh, stuck on the way you move that it, it keeps them away. So I try to keep that respect level with my children. Like, hey, what was you know, what's what? But you gotta be mentally prepared for some crazy for shit. Somebody in mind, yeah, yeah. For, for that response. Exactly. A lot of people ain't. Another thing we start talking about challenges. We're gonna be to wrap up soon, man. I got a lot, but 
Oh man, this conversation. I wish some of you guys call in. <laughs> they want to comment. But on and, but this is a big one too. This boundaries in personal space. Mm. Be able to know. Okay, look, that ain't mine. Like I said, you know, like no, no. I got opinion about how you doing, my grandbaby, but ain't my she problem. Ain't my, yeah. It's tough. Right. It's tough. Right. Like you just said, then with all that we're doing it, the problem come up is again now, now, now especially. And you you subsidizing the helping again, like mm -hmm. I said, uh, put you one about your business, don't put me in your business. Right. Don't ask me for this, that, and that. And I'm like, well, damn, the kids ain't got this, that, and that. But you ain't ask me for that or whatever. I gotta be careful with that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I got a right to say something if I'm helping you. Right. But people have to be very mindful of that. Mm -hmm. Cause you don't like how, damn man, you know, I think I don't, I don't think you need to be going to that job. Right. Right. Does that makes sense to do that and all that kind of stuff. One key thing, I got uh, Tony Hawk, the skateboarder. You know, at one point, this was years ago, he had, you know, a mask, and it probably more than that. At that time, it was like $30 million business uh -huh. with the skateboarding industry. But what always stuck with me, he said, his, as, as a young adult, his father didn't know nothing about skateboarding, but a lot of his friends looked at, was really tripping on his father, like, hey, man, you let your damn grown-ass son skateboard? Right. And his, his father, he said, to my father's credit, he let me kind of do it. You know, I was serious, and you know I'm a bad kid. Mm -hmm. You fast forward, now we got a fifty million, it was twenty or fifty million dollar business now. A company was doing it, but he said he said it stuck with him. parents kind of let give your kids be the rope, right, to do that. And I've tried to do that, and mm -hmm. I and, and I think a lot of times I try to ask my kids some stuff. I'm like, I don't see it, I don't see it, I don't see it. I, <laughs> I think it's it. hard for us to let our kids to mess up. I really, I do really believe that it's hard because, like you, like we said earlier. We just don't want them to go through the same things we went through, the same perils and, and failures that we went through, but that what builds character. We have to let them do it. We, it's, I say it now, and, you know, it's easy to say why we're having this conversation on this podcast, but at the same time, it's harder to do. You know, you see your child for the mess up, it's going to be a big mess up. Do you step back and let it happen? Especially when you got to fix the mess right. up. <laughs> especially that. Right. Especially that. Again, guy, we're talking about raising adult children. Just having an open conversation in regards to it. If you want to call in the number 678-740-9894. And the last one I want to run over, and this is a very, very um, uh, uh, tough. And that's one is, is really uh, siblings and family dynamics. So you guys. Let me, let me, let me, let me. I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I think it's one more we should hit before that. What's and it? that's maintaining, uh, maintaining an emotional connection. Okay, maintain emotional connection. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about as children become adults, they might become more independent and busy in their own lives. Mm -hmm. Maintaining a strong emotional connection, spending quality time together can become very challenging. And I struggle with this because, I mean, I look at just, I, I, I always told my children, man, once a week. Mm -hmm. And I always say, just highlight me, you know what I mean? Right, right. And, and worst case scenario, it takes three seconds to do what? Shoot a text. Shoot a text, too. Shoot a text. And as my children got older, my older son, maybe every two weeks, mm -hmm. Pete dog still maybe come up. Chris here, college now and everything. But just look, let's just, yeah. hey, check on me. Yeah, you know, I, I'm going to check on you. I everything. said that to my children a lot, too. You know, I mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, I said it to my children a lot, too. You know, just check on me. You, you text me when you need something. Check, text me when you don't need something. Yeah, but that's and I think a lot of times, especially with me, you were lucky in your divorce. You your kids kind of my kids chose sides, and they chose her side over my side because the story she was telling. I what I didn't. It wasn't their business why we got divorced. 
and I didn't think I was my, I, I didn't want to tell them whose business, you know, what happened, because it's none of their business, they're my children. But she chose to tell them, so well, that's here and there. But they chose sides, so that emotional connection over those years that we divorced and fighting and all that other stuff got, got lost. Yeah, just because they stay with me don't mean they ain't chewing on side. Right. I'm saying that we get at this claim. I'm just get at this but claim. It's, it's, it's I a, think I just got one mom, one daddy's boy. Don't get me wrong. I think I just got one daddy's boy. But the side is easier to make a little bit more when they're there with you when they're Absolutely. when you're not. Right. See, because my kids were older. Yeah. I mean, when I got divorced, my youngest son was 19, 20. Gotcha. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. that connection was already a little strange because, like you said, he out, he working, he doing his own thing. But once the divorce happened. That emotional connection got totally lost, and it got lost for years. So now it's trying to come back together in the last few years, but it's still strained because I feel like they only come to me because they want money. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, and it, like you just you just had that what you call a genuine connection, right? Like, do you really give a shit about me? You just want me to help, you? right? You know, we're doing that and stuff like that, and, it, and it's tough, mm -hmm. and it's tough. And, and and again, I'm not sitting here trying to say my way is the right way. If you do this, this ain't gonna happen. Shit, I can't. I, 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 I can't. The kids ain't no damn puppets. They got they got minds of their own. They're going to do what they want to do. They're going to feel they, how they want to feel. Exactly. And you cannot control that. Okay, no way whatsoever. <laughs> okay, and the next one, like I said, is sibling family dynamics. And, and what I want to touch on this is because um, you may be in a situation that everybody roll the same. You may be in a situation where everybody totally different. One successful, one okay, and one just totally, what the hell going on? Mm -hmm. And I think that's real tough, man, especially if they become adults because it becomes strange because now you got dynamics as disappointment, jealousy, mm -hmm. resentment, all this kind of stuff between the parent and even the children and even the siblings. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times because people don't have open communication uh, about certain things, it'll be straight up because... I, I, I've had a discussion with my children because I'm on the other side and I had a divorce. Um, I think I shared this in regards to I looked at, you know, with, you know, with uh, my wills and stuff like that. I totally redid every damn thing, mm -hmm. you know, because they're older now. I ain't had to, you know, I changed my life insurance policies and stuff like that. Shifted more like I'm giving you stuff more than I need to give you money. Mm -hmm. And I can give you games if you want to hear it now right. and everything. But you don't know. What kind of thing go on? How they gonna do stuff? Mm -hmm. I'm blessed. All my kids, good kids and stuff like that. But you sit there like you know, same mom and daddy, or same parent, whatever. We're doing it. Everybody can go in a whole different path, and you can't control that. Right. We love our kids. And as a parent, do parents have favorites? And you say yeah, no. But you, but a lot of time parents do have one or two kids. They might be a little closer. Mm -hmm. Don't mean you don't love the other ones, but the other ones just might. They might be a little closer to daddy. They may just not even be, you know, whatever. They mm -hmm. they still love it, but that's that, that's unreal. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, you have one kid that just you might not even put that much in them. But what I always say, we get too much credit, too much blame when they do wrong, right. and too, too much, much credit, credit when, when they, they do when right. They do right. right, right. And you just got one kid like shit, man. Ain't had shit to do with that motherfucker. I don't know. Right. I ain't never talking about being no damn rocket, but he out there. You know what I'm saying? You're right. And you damn sure told the joke was still out the damn stove. Right. You know so. Those kind of things can come up, and, and you got one kid on this path and another on this path, and you try to get this damn happy median, or at least get this one on track. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, maybe, hey, share some of that shit on your brother or sister. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, now nah, look, I'm, this is me. It's tough. Yeah, and it, and I, and you was you hit on something that I was gonna say. How do you balance that? Where you have, you may have three children, and two of them are just the, one's a doctor, one's a lawyer, one's a 
you know, one may be a rocket science, one's a, you know, a chemical engineer, and then you got this other one. <laughs> and how do you balance the fact that you, you love them all, but how do you balance the fact of not being so excited for these two and just being okay with this one? You get what I'm saying? Oh, uh, the best advice I can give anybody is encourage everybody to be proud of each other. One thing I always made my kids do was no matter what they had going on, support your siblings. Mm -hmm. So you ain't into this shit, we gotta go to this band recital. We gotta go to this program because I, I always try to instill in them that your shit ain't no more important than his. Right. So whatever we did, that was one of the biggest things that I think, well, because my kids are real close. All four of them real close. Mm -hmm. But I, that was one thing I was very adamant about. Your shit, this football game ain't no important more than this damn robot damn right. uh, uh, robotic stuff we got to right. go to. And so, well, anybody in your shit either. We right. Gotta go. <laughs> we got to go. Like, you know, I tell my older son, I'm going to see your ass lose. We said, race your ass done damn lost. We ain't sitting in that shit. You know? Right. But as they grew older, they, we really respect each other's different paths with doing it. And that worked for me. I don't know if it's going to work for somebody else. Right. right? But, that's, but, but, but it's tough because uh, your child become president of the United States, the other child becomes shift supervisor. Right. Just, hey, hey, be glad with it. And, and also... I always say they they be proud of each other. Mm -hmm. We're doing it, and because I I can honestly say this, dog, um, as I think I've been pretty successful in my life mm -hmm. on my mama's side, my daddy's side, me and all my cousins close. I ain't never felt like I had no hate or jealousy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, I've been in places where yeah, I'm doing this, that, and then some of them be like, you know, some of my cousins might be on the same path, and some of them ain't. And you know, when you get to talking about hey, I'm doing this, that, and then you know, you know when you're talking. Chinese and Arabic, <laughs> and they're good cuz, and you got one cousin, he might got a promotion at the post office, mm -hmm. doing something with UPS, and you know, or he got a new damn truck, mm -hmm. and they're like, they don't want a Super Bowl, mm -hmm. and you know, I might be a little reserved, like, damn, I just started, you know, this business, I did this, mm -hmm. that, and that, but it ain't, that ain't really gonna get that response, but I, I never felt uh, hate, right, right, or jealousy, right, don't mean it happened, but I never felt that, and uh, I think a lot of times, as long as everybody kind of acknowledge or see what's going on, I think that'd be the, the, the thing. And even with parents, that's a good question. I think with parents, as long as everybody kind of have respect, well, that's the path they're going, that's the path they're going on. And man, and be somewhat interested mm -hmm. when you ain't interested, if right. that makes sense. Right. Yeah, well, what that is? Okay, cool. All right, cool, that's fine. And because all my kids totally damn different. Right. You know what I'm saying? And But I've always pushed it. I don't necessarily know being honest if that's going to carry forward with my youngest son because he got three adult brothers right so i don't have the control well i made everybody go mm -hmm. now they damn really on their own got to come and go but i am that look at the call hey man you need to be at your brother's shit right to an adult son right are they gonna come or not i don't know right Ooh, but you made that yeah, yeah, hey yeah you need to go we'll, we'll do it such and such yeah exactly yeah, because somebody went to your shit right. and everything. So <laughs> even with my older son, try to say, okay, look, let me try to go to a couple of his games, coaching high school mm -hmm. ball. Let me go to a couple of his stuff and sit there and everything like that. You know, we're doing that. And just try to uh, uh, keep that nature going. But it's tough. Mm -hmm. It's tough and everything. Got any comments, everything, before we close it out? Uh, Slick says that being a responsible person in the family is not always who, I, who she wants to be. It's a heavy burden. So, like, your children has one who's just responsible. That's a heavy, and I, and I, I don't think I'm mad at my, because, you know, I have three, I have two sisters, you wouldn't know it, but 
our relationship was strained from the from the from the shoot. So that was that's a different thing. But just being a responsible person, everybody always relying on you as the sibling to do the right thing and do what's necessary to maintain the family. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm the first, first, first uh, college, mm-hmm. first business, and all this other kind of stuff. Even with the bachelor's, masters, and all that kind of stuff. Part of it, it'd be kind of like a euphoria. People mm-hmm. look at, okay, you know, esteem thing. You know, it might be my arrogant side, like, hey, we're doing that. The other side is pressure. Mm-hmm. And then the other side, you'd be like, man, I'm tired of always being like, responsible. Yeah, give me, yeah, yeah, give me some rope. I can F up. I need some space. <laughs> we're doing it. You know, we're, we're, we're doing it. But um, sometimes I got to be realistic about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like with leadership. Uh, pretty much anything that I deal with, lab, you know that. Mm-hmm. President, this board member, this, that, and that. But that come with it because I want when you go down that road, especially being like a leader, mm-hmm. you gotta be okay with everybody ain't liking you. Right. Everybody ain't you know with you, what you got you going had to on. T- you had to do some stuff to somebody close to you, fire a friend, demote somebody, but as long as you being consistent and fair, that's all thing you can ask that's for. All thing you can do. Yeah, but when you have a certain skill set you gotta kinda and that's one thing I even give with my children. When you a certain way, you gotta be okay with that because what'll happen is if I know I'm a person that, you know, a lot of times be in leadership, I can't be complaining about folks ain't doing the right if they ain't got the capacity mm. to do certain things. Right. So if I, if I, so I can help them, give them advice, and they don't want it, I need to get my ass in charge. This shit ain't going to work right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I always tell you all the time, well, why the hell every time I go to these little class functions? Well, what's up, 95? Why the hell put you always in charge? Why right. Because the shit get done right. Right. I mean, come on. And this this shit. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying, if somebody else want to do it, do it. Hit right. the keys. I don't want to drive. Shut the hell up. <laughs> and that's how it, uh, life is. Right. You know, people complain whether what the male should do to this, that, and that, but they don't understand that. But they'll never try to sit there and get in there. Yeah. How many times do people will never be supervised at their job? They all complain about the supervisor. But they don't want to take that responsibility. Yeah, well, they ain't got time for that to do that. And right. All kind of reasons why. Right. You 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 welcome to say anything you want to say, but realistically, how far can it go? Like you can tell me, you know, turn left, but if you're not driving, hey, that, and that's how it is. The reality of the thing. And uh, man, um, one thing about it, raising adult children is a journey of mutual growth and adaption, open communication, respect for each other's boundaries, and the willingness to adapt to changing dynamics can help parents and their adult children. Build healthy, fulfilling relationships during the transitional phase. And again, I want to have this conversation with you guys tonight because, again, I've had my ups and downs with dealing with my children as they've gone and transitioned to adulthood. And I know a lot of parents have had challenges, continue to have challenges now. So I'm not going to sit here and say, like, hey, I'm, I'm Cliff Huxtable and everything went, went perfect with my kids or is perfect with them and stuff like that. But I do think it's very important we have a conversation like we had tonight to talk about it. So. We had a good long conversation too, but so I really appreciate all you guys. Love you. Thanks for all the love and support. Uh, remember, change your lives. Always by your truly, Deontay Burton. Go to the YouTube channel, subscribe. If you came out on, if you came on the tail end of this conversation, go to the YouTube channel, subscribe. Put something in the comments. Everybody knows I respond to all comments and questions and everything like this. So I will get back with you. But for with that said, thanks for all the love and support. And make sure you tell people about the platform. Make sure you tell people about the platform. We talk, we, we, you know, my, I based everything off helping people because I wouldn't be where I'm at right now in life if people didn't help me. So definitely make sure you share the information about the platform. And also my other channel, Mr. Short Dollar, when we talk about personal finance, being entrepreneurship and investing. Got a lot of great information there. Over 700 videos on that YouTube channel as well. 
So take care of yourself, guys. Best of luck, and I will talk with you soon. Love you, and peace.